What is up, everybody? We are back for Week 12 College Football. Hope everybody is having a good week so far, and hopefully everybody uh, read my article and took my advice last week. Last week was a good week, good profitable week. Um, I was on some teams like SMU and um, some of these other ones. Last week feels like ages ago, but I know I was on SMU. Uh, and the two guys that I paired Tanner with uh, balled out and took me uh, to some cash. So hopefully everyone had a good week. We are on to week 12, as Mr. Belichick would say. And I think we have some pretty good opportunities here this week. Uh, DraftKings, another massive 14-game uh, slate here. So I won't waste anybody's time. I will kind of jump to it. Uh, I'm going to go through just each game really quickly talk about some things that maybe stand out uh, as to reasons why I'm either on the game, off the game, and then I'll hit on some of my top plays at each position. So without further ado, first up, Wake Forest at Clemson. So look, it's no secret by now, Wake Forest is having an awesome season. They've got a fantastic offense uh, led by Sh uh, Sam Hartman. Um, but in this matchup, I don't love it. Uh, I'm going to make the conscious decision to fade Wake Forest for the most part here. Um, look, Clemson is taking a lot of heat, right? Like they are definitely aren't the same team we've seen the last five, 10 years. Uh, but their defense is still extremely solid. Uh, they are currently ranked third as far as opposing points per game, giving up only 15 points a game. So I don't doubt that Wake Forest will have some more success than other teams just because their offense is so good. But this isn't really a matchup that I want to exploit. Like, I don't think Clemson gets destroyed here. Um, they may lose. I think they probably will lose, but I don't think they get hammered. So in terms of DFS purposes, with Wake Forest still being priced up quite a bit, I'm probably not going to be going there. Next up, uh, a sneaky spot, which, well, maybe it's not sneaky, but I will be playing quite a bit of Boston College this week. Um, <clears throat> plain and simple, Big Phil Jerkovich is back at quarterback, and DraftKings seem to maybe not realize that and not price him up. Um, so... Florida State, they're currently 74th in the country with points given up per game. Um, I don't know how you ignore this spot here for Boston College. Um, their statistics don't look great as a season as a whole, but that's, again, they're missing their quarterback most of the season. So we saw Phil come back last week and throw up a 40 spot at the quarterback position. I just think it's a free square this week. So Boston College, I have some interest in for sure this week. Uh, next up, Iowa State at Oklahoma. Um I mean, I, I predicted Oklahoma would lose. That was the other one I predicted. Baylor would beat Oklahoma last week. So Oklahoma, look, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team. They, they can come out and look fantastic, blow teams out. They can come out and look absolutely horrible and almost lose to Kansas. Um, so with that being said, I think Oklahoma does bounce back a little bit here. But Iowa State's a tricky team, man. They are really good. It's their best team in a while, which is weird because their record definitely doesn't reflect it. But – I think Iowa State, I think it's just a good game. I, I think if you want to go here and attack and stack this game, uh, I have no problems with it. Both sides, you know, um, ranked fairly high in both categories, offense and defense. Um, but if I had to lean, I'd probably go Iowa State's offense here in this spot and bring it back with a few Oklahoma weapons. Um, we saw last week at the quarterback position. They're just all over the map, man. They're, they're rotating quarterbacks. Running back situations, a split backfield, receivers, they've got 20 guys. Like, I don't know. It's just not for me. Um, and I think Iowa State always plays Oklahoma pretty tough. So we'll see what happens if Oklahoma's, you know, re revved up and ready to go with 
you know, possibly Lincoln Riley. Some rumors leaking this week that LSU is offering him a mega deal. Um, it's just not for me. So I think there's some other games uh, that are better, and this is one of them. Um, Texas at West Virginia. Look, Texas, oh boy, they're not back, if anybody was wondering. Uh, lost to Kansas last week in overtime. Um, hats off to those guys playing hard. But Texas didn't lose because their offense, right? They scored. They scored a lot. They still have a very good offense. B. John Robinson's out, uh, which makes things a little bit tougher. But I've been liking the passing side of it. Um, so Texas, for me, is in play. And I don't know how you can avoid West Virginia with how bad Texas defense looks, right? West Virginia gets them at home, country road. Um, yeah, I, I like this game. I think this game is a typical Big Ten potential shootout uh, or Big 12 potential shootout game that could just get wacky and weird. Um, I like this one. Purdue at Northwestern. Um, Northwestern's really bad. So let's just get that out of the way. Their offense is horrendous. Uh, they're one of the worst offensive scoring teams in the country, uh, ranked 124 out of 130. Um, defense, they are atrocious on the uh, as far as run defense goes. So Purdue should handle these guys pretty easily. Um, again, not opposed to going on the Purdue side here offensively. Um, they can put up some points. They've got some weapons, but um, – I don't know. Just uh, there's some other games that I like a little bit better. So, but Purdue, if you're going to take anybody from this game, I think they do have some sneaky appeal here. Um, after that, we have Michigan State at Ohio State. This is the game of the week, right? Uh, both of these teams are looking to take a, a Big Ten title. Michigan State has been awesome. Ohio State maybe looks like the best team in the country the last couple of weeks. No joke. Um, they have the number one ranked scoring offense in the country. They're a top 25 defense, uh, but I just think this one is going to be a very good game. I think there's going to be points scored for sure. Um, I, I like both sides. I, I don't know how you ignore this game at all. Uh, it's probably going to be pretty popular and pretty chalky, so just you know, take caution with that. But Michigan State at Ohio State, um, this is going to be an awesome game. Next up, Rutgers at Penn State. No, no interest. Both offenses suck defenses are, are solid. It's just going to be a bad game. I'm off of that. Um, you can always play Jahan Dotson, but outside of that, no thanks. Illinois, Iowa, same thing. Um, Iowa really just does not give up a lot of points. Illinois, very below average. Actually, they just have a bad offense. Let's just call it what it is. And their defense is okay. So, again, I'm off Illinois and Iowa. Georgia Tech at Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia Tech's okay. They're, they're not very good, but they're not terrible either. Uh, Notre Dame should blow these guys out. Uh, so I like the running game here. Uh, that's what they do. Um, but not much interest. There's one or two guys that I would pick off from Notre Dame's side of the ball that I would go to. Um, after that, we have Arkansas Alabama. I really like the Tide here this week. Uh, I think they had a layup cakewalk game last week. I think they were like a 49-point favorite. Um, and I can't remember if they covered, but it was close. Um, but they're going to come into this game refreshed, ready to rock and roll and take on kind of the last home stretch of the season and make a bid for not just the SEC championship, but the playoff bid. Um, so they're going to come out ready to rock and roll. Saban's going to have these guys locked and loaded. Um, I think they absolutely crush Arkansas here. Um, so Alabama's offense, you know, pretty much everybody's in play. The main guys, James Williams, um, Man, I'm totally blanking. Robinson at running back. You've got uh, 
quarterback here, Bryce Young, and you have man, let me pull up my notes here. Blinken, uh, John Michi. So you've got all those guys that are in play very much so this week. Uh, I think the tide rolls. Um, after that, we've got SMU at Cincinnati. So I'm, I'm on the SMU train. I, I think this is the week Cincinnati goes down. I'm calling it right now. Bold prediction. I think SMU beats Cincinnati. Cincinnati has just not looked crisp these last three or four weeks. Uh, they've played you know, inferior opponents, South Florida, Tulsa, I think, was the other one. They should have lost that game um, if Tulsa could just take a snap at the goal line. But Cincinnati just hasn't looked sharp. They've got a very, very good team. They're top 10 in both offensive uh, points scored per game and giving up points per game. Uh, but, again, they just haven't looked crisp. And I think SMU comes out here firing. And we've seen before, if SMU can have a little bit of success running the football, um, which they've shown you know, this year, they've been better. Um, spread offenses can throw wrenches into things. Sunny Dykes runs a very up-tempo game. Um, if they can get Cincinnati on skates a little bit, their offense is not really primed to go like ham and score a ton. Like they're very efficient and very good at what they do, but they're not like a shootout type of team. So if SMU can get a lead here, um, I think this is a very sneaky spot for these guys. I'm absolutely, I've already bet SMU on the week to cover the points. Um, considering taking a money line, but I think SMU, I'm going to be playing them. Hopefully they're low owned. And I think this is a spot where you could get some guys at fairly decent pricing that could exploit here. So um, next up, Virginia Pitt. We don't know if Armstrong's going to play for uh, Virginia. If he doesn't play, that whole offense is scrapped. Uh, don't don't play it. They're really, really bad without him. Um, Pittsburgh, on the other hand, I will still be looking offensively for them. Kenny Pickett, Addison, those are the guys you want. They're the two main um, guys on that offense. And there's another sneaky receiver play, which I'll get to there um, this week. But definitely the pit side of the ball here. Um, I think Virginia is just kind of waiting for winter break, to be totally honest with you. Next up, Michigan at Maryland. Uh, so Michigan, same thing. They have a lot to play for. They're still trying to get into a big-time bowl game. Maryland's really bad. They have a, a bottom third-ranked defense in the country. Their offense is mediocre, I guess, at best, if you want to call them that. They're middle of the country in terms of ranking and points scored per game. Uh, Michigan is going to probably do what Michigan does and just absolutely hammer and pound the ball. Um, if Blake Corum does not play, I love Hassan Haskins this week. Uh, if he does play, you could probably play both. But I don't think they're going to rush Corum back. I could be wrong. But keep an eye on that. If Corum doesn't play, Hassan Haskins, fine. Fire it up, and uh, yeah, I, I think this is a good good opportunity for Michigan to uh, throw up a fifty burger here. Um, and then next up, Mich or Nebraska at Wisconsin. So Nebraska is better than people think. Uh, they're just not what Nebraska thinks they should be, which they think they should be contending for titles. That's not Nebraska anymore. But they're still a pretty decent team. Uh, they will play teams tough. They'll stay competitive. Wisconsin just has a great defense. So. Adrian Martinez, I'm not going there this week. I'm not playing anybody from Nebraska. Wisconsin, pretty much the running game is the only thing I'm looking to. They can't really throw the ball. Uh, there's no need to even try and get cute there. Um, yeah, that's kind of my analysis on the 14 games. So let's get into it. Top plays, quarterback, here we go. Bryce Young up top is a guy I mentioned. Alabama, I think they're going to be fresh. Uh, they have right now the number three offense in the country. I think they're going to come out and absolutely pound the Razorbacks. So 
Um, Alabama, absolutely love him this week. Bryce Young, 9,800. He's expensive, but, you know, what are you going to do? CJ Stroud, next up, 9,500. He's still too cheap. Uh, This Ohio State offense is just absolutely dynamite. They have weapons, multiple guys, three, four, five guys that are all NFL players. Um, Their offensive line has been playing very well. Um, I think they're in just an awesome spot. And CJ Stroud, obviously the trigger man, um, has to be considered this week for sure. Next up, in terms of rankings, I have Kenny Pickett, 9,100. Um, I, I talked about it. Virginia is really bad. Uh, so, yeah, Pitt should probably light these guys up. Kenny Pickett is the guy. Um, he is pushing, you know, to be hopefully a top draft pick or, you know, QB1 in this class. Um, he's still trying to impress. So I definitely like Pickett here. Tanner Mordaki, I have up next, 8,700. I told you guys earlier, this is my upset of the week. I think SMU does take down Cincy here. Um, you know, who knows if they're going to be able to go bananas and score 40 points, but I just love the up pace offense. It seems like it's a veteran squad. They're hitting on all cylinders with Sonny Dykes. Um, I like the spot. At 8,700, I think he's a very contrarian play this week. I'll be shocked if he's highly owned. Next up, Peyton Thorne. Uh, I've been playing him all year. I'm not going to change now. Ohio State is going to score points, like I just mentioned. We know that. Michigan State's going to have to keep up. Uh, so, yeah, I like the 7K quarterback. That's for sure. Next up, Casey Thompson. Um, like I said, them losing last week was not because of the offense. Uh, so, without Bijan Robinson, it becomes a little bit easier to play Casey Thompson at 6,800. He threw six touchdowns last week. So, um, give me half of that and, you know, 300 yards and I'll be happy as a clam. West Virginia's defense is nothing special. So I think they could absolutely do it. Um, and they get back Jordan Whittington this week uh, as well uh, at receivers. So Whittington worthy got Joshua Moore. Like, yeah, I like the passing game here. And then wrapping it up 4,500 Phil Jerkovic um, again, 4,500. Like, I don't know what DraftKings is doing. Um, he's got 20 to 30 point potentially he went for 40 last week. Florida State is not anything special. Um, so, yeah, for 4,500, a guy that can go 5 to 8x, like, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty popular, but he's kind of a free square in my opinion. Next up, I'm not going to hit on every guy or go in depth, but I have Brees Hall up top, followed by Travion Henderson. Look, both those guys are just elite, what they do. Great, you know, teams around them. Their offense is awesome. They produce every week. Um, yeah, they're my top two. Next up, I kind of have these three guys grouped together, which is Braylon Allen, Kyron Williams, and Hassan Haskins. Um, all three of those guys are in favorable matchups. Uh, they're, you know, a little bit cheaper. Well, Allen's actually $100 more than Travion, but those three guys are all in really good matchups. The team likes to run the football. I think those three guys are probably the safest plays of the week um, and probably and they're hovering in that like 7,500 to 8,600 range. So, Braylon Allen, Kyron Williams, Hassan Haskins, I think are all really good plays this week, especially Haskins if Cora misses. Um, and then kind of wrapping up some of the punt plays or lower price guys, you've got Letty Brown at 6,200. I just talked about it. I mean, you saw what Kansas did to Texas last week. So, yeah, I'll take the most talented player on West Virginia. Uh, Pat Garwo, 5,800. Um, look, I think he is a really good player. The offense does like to go through him uh, with Jerkovich back. It does open up, and they have to respect the passing game a little bit more. So he should have some better running lanes to get through. Um, 5,800 is a pretty good price for him, so that's why I have him on my list. 
Next up, I don't really know what to do here. I have him here, uh, King Doru for Purdue. Um, you do have Zach Horvath in the mix as well, but King has been getting the majority of the touches. We know Northwestern has one of the worst rushing defenses in the country, so it cannot be ignored. Um, it's just a matter of do you think Purdue goes that direction because they like the pass. So uh, I have in my player pool. He's probably not a core play for me, but, yeah, like he's definitely going to be in this in lineups. And then wrapping up here at Texas, uh, B. John Robinson's out, as I mentioned. Kalen Robinson and Roshan Johnson both at 3,600, 3,800, really good punt options this week. It's just a matter of who you think is going to gonna get the touches. Uh, if it's a split timeshare, I think both are in play. What I'll probably do is sprinkle both of them across some of my lineups because they very much could catch a bunch of balls, punch a few in from the goal line. Um, and, yeah, I think both of those guys are in pretty good spots for the price that they have. And then we'll wrap things up with receiver. I mentioned Jordan Addison earlier. Virginia's really bad. Uh, Pitt should light him up. And Kenny Pickett's main guy is Jordan Addison. Pretty self-explanatory there. Um, the other guy um, that I think cannot be ignored is if Taysir Mack misses again, Jared Wayne at 4,300 for this team is a really, really good play. He's gone ham the last three weeks getting the opportunity so I think it's very easy if you go pick it, you could go Addison and Jared Wayne here. Um, then I have kind of price considered Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Man, I just happened to guess wrong last week with Chris Olave. I thought I was being sneaky and Garrett Wilson went for 50 points. So take your pick. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jiba is really good as well. All three of those guys can pop off and, and absolutely break the slate. You know, I guess if you're going to go Ohio State stack, you can get creative with any one of these guys. But, you know, it's kind of a take your pick thing. I, I can't tell. I wish I could tell you. And, you know, I had the back to the future uh, sports book in front of me. But someone here is going to go off. I just don't know who it is. But Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, both way too cheap, in my opinion. Um, I, will, I will have a mixture of all those guys. Next up, SMU. Again, I like them all. Um, I, I, I think they got to be a part of your stacks if you're going to go here and ride with me. Um, but if you're not going to, they're very cost effective. Uh, you have Gray. If he's going to play, he is questionable. And then you've got Rasheed Rice, uh, Robertson, Calcaterra. Um, I think all those guys can be sprinkled into your lineups because SMU is going to be firing. Um, and more than likely, Cincinnati is going to be uh, – you know, keeping pace or winning this game, right? So SMU is going to throw. That's what they want to do. Um, let's see here. Pulling up next. Uh, I mentioned the Alabama receivers. You got John Michi, Jamison Williams. They're a little bit more expensive in the mid-seven range. Um, this is another one like Ohio State. Take your pick. Uh, they've had plenty of games where both have gone off. So if you want to go full Bama and ride or die here, I do not blame you. Um, I think Bama rolls them. Um, you can play both, or if you're not, flip a coin and best of luck to you. Uh, Boston College, if you're going to do it, Zay Flowers is the main guy. He's priced up a little bit at 6700 but he is the, the best receiver on Boston College. So, you know, definitely like that. Um, Jordan Whittington, like I mentioned, for Texas is back. Um, he was very much receiver one before Xavier Worthy really took off, so – um, I think you could play both of those guys, but 4,900, Winnington is tough to avoid. Um, keep an eye on it as we approach kickoff on Saturday morning. You know, make sure he's going to get a full workload here this week, but all indication is he's back and ready to rock. So if so, I'm firing up, firing him up. 
And then last but not least, um, there's some guys way down low, but probably the lowest I'm going to have as a core play is Brandon Ford Wheaton for West Virginia. Again, Texas is not back is an update. So Kansas showed us that last week. Um, I think you could definitely pick off a bunch of random West Virginia guys and hope one of them is the guy who breaks the slate. Uh, but I think Ford Wheaton's probably the most consistent receiver there. You've got Sam James. You've got a few other games in there that you can mix in. So um, definitely have a piece of West Virginia because Texas is really bad. But that pretty much does it. Uh, I posted my article up here a little while ago on the website. That's DFSRedZone.com. It's free content. Just, just have to sign up. Um, so take a look at that. I have my cheat sheet at the bottom um, for all the plays. And as always, follow me on social media on Twitter. I'm at Vinny Levine 29 be there uh, all the way through the games, leading up to the games, answering questions, uh, interacting. So, um, yeah, and sign up as well. Again, DFSRedZone.com. We'll have all of our NFL content coming out this evening or tomorrow morning. And until next time.